second Corinthians and let's read as we have been reading uh, the first two verses of the letter. Second Corinthians, Corinthians, the second, we're going to read the first and the second of the second. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in all Achaia. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we've seen uh, we've seen Khayil is not the we have seen a timeline, uh, I didn't write it up on the board uh, this morning, uh, of the events that had to do with Paul's ministry and with his contact uh, with the people of uh, Corinth. شفتنا الأسبوع الماضي والقبل اللي قبله بجدول على اللوح وأنا مرجعت كتبت هالأشياء اليوم صباحا شفنا تسلسل أحداث له علاقة بخدمة بولس الرسول وبعلاقته مع أهل كورنثوس مع أهل كورنثوس Remember the idea that there is a letter before First Corinthians. في رسالة قبل رسالة كورنثوس الأولى يلي هي مذكورة بكورنثوس الأولى صحاح خمسة والعدد تسعة كتبت إليكم لما تعاشروا الزنات لا تبتعدوا عن التصرف غير الأخلاقي. First Corinthians 5:9 I wrote unto you a letter so that you would not keep company with fornicators so that you would move away from immoral behavior and those who are characterized by that behavior. So, that's a letter that is before uh, 1 uh, Corinthians. هذه رسالة بتسبة عفوا رسالة كورنثوس الأولى. نرجع منقول إنه ما لازم حدا يفترض إنه كل كلمة كل رسالة كتبت من قبل بولس رسول هي بالضرورة موحى بها. Uh, to make the assumption that every single word, that every single letter that Paul wrote was a letter which he wrote by inspiration, there is no basis for this kind of assumption. Then, uh, around the year uh, 54, the writing of 1 Corinthians, how I listened to the 54, Kitabit Risalit Corinthus Al Ula Wasintil Khamsaw Khamsin Alal Arjah Binihatis Sini Kitabit Risalit Corinthus Atani. The writing of First Corinthians probably around the year uh, uh, fifty four. The writing of Second Corinthians probably the year 55 towards the end of uh, the year. And therefore, it is possible that between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, uh, between the first 
رسالة كورنثوس الأولى ورسالة كورنثوس الثاني الفترة الزمنية يمكن سنة ونص شيء من هالنوع ممكن شوي أكثر ممكن شوي أقل around a year and a half between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians between the writing of 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians now between the time of the writing of the first letter and the time of the writing of the second letter there was for sure a visit to Corinth بين كتابة الرسالة الأولى والرسالة الثانية من الشبه الأكيد 99.9% أو شيء من هالنوع في زيارة من بولس لكورنثوس ومن المرجح جدا زينة زيارة بالنهاية سلبية مش بمعنى إنه بولس غلط مش بمعنى إنه بولس أخطأ لا ردة الفعل من أهل كورنثوس كانت ردة فعل غير سليمي. This visit uh, was almost certainly a negative visit, not in the sense that Paul himself did anything wrong, but rather that the people of Corinth responded to him negatively, probably by challenging his authority by saying something like, Who are you? To tell us what we should believe. Who are you to tell us how we should behave? انت مينك لتخبرنا نحن شو لازم نآمن انت مينك لتخبرنا كيف لازم نتصرف So there is a second visit between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians في زيارة لمدينة كورنثوس من قبل بولس الرسول بين كتابة الرسالة الأولى وكتابة الرسالة الثانية، هيدي الزيارة سلبية بالمعنى اللي هلا ذكرته، it was a negative visit in the sense that I just mentioned. There is a man who is mentioned in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and 2 Corinthians chapter 7 في رجل مذكور بكورنثوس الثاني صحاح 2 وبكورنثوس الثاني صحاح 7. وهيدا الرجل مذكور وكأنه أخطأ بشكل خاص تجاه بولس الرسول وكأنه إذا حدا بده يغفر له لازم بولس يغفر له. This man is mentioned uh, and we understand uh, that the way people looked at his situation was they considered that he had wronged Paul the Apostle. And that if anyone was to forgive him, that it needed to be Paul who would forgive him. Now, this man could well be an individual who played a leading role in the second visit, the negative visit, the ziyara tani li kainit salbiyi, hayda shakhas yimkin lab daur raisi, daur mhim, yimkin huwi yalli tahadda bulus rasul, yimkin huwi yalli rafad bulus rasul, yimkin ghair nes makinu ktir mwafiin ma'o, bas samahulu anu yitsarraf bihattariqa wa mawakfu biwijju. 
Maybe he was the one who more than others rejected and defied Paul. Maybe others were not much in agreement with him, but they didn't stand up to him. They allowed they allowed him to do what he wanted. Now this is one understanding of who this man was, who is mentioned in Second Corinthians chapter two and verse uh, seven. هيدا تفسير واحد في تفسير آخر ذكرته المرة الماضية هيدا تفسير واحد لمن هو هذا الشخص بينسحب بولس الرسول لما بيلاقي إنه في هالرفض وفي هالتحدي when he sees such defiance and rejection what does Paul do he decides to withdraw he decides to withdraw and here is a possibility, I mentioned it last time, the possibility that he wrote a letter, a severe letter, between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. A letter that had to do with his second visit, a letter in which he rebuked them for what happened in his second visit. وهون في احتمال ذكرته المرة الماضية انه بولس الرسول كتب رسالة تسمى احيانا من قبل الناس يلي يلي بفكروا انه هيدي الفرضية صحيحة رسالة بسموها الرسالة القاسية محل ما وبخهم لاهل كورنثوس على الاشياء اللي صارت بزيارته الثانية الرفض والتحدي يلي اتى يمكن خاصة من شخص واحد لكن الآخرين كان لازم يكون عندهم موقف سمحوا للأمر إنه يصير بدون ما يوقفوا ضده. So there is this idea, this possibility that there was a letter written between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, uh, like I said, referred to uh, often as the severe uh, letter. Now, people who lean in this direction, all right? Well, uh, let me mention, uh, 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 let me mention uh, uh, something else. Paul says that I wrote a letter to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4. I wrote a letter in what? In much affliction. Uh, in much uh, affliction. And uh, tears and grief. كتبت إليكم بحزن وبكآبي وبدموع كثيرة. Alright? Now, Maybe I should have mentioned the two ideas about this. What is this letter written in anguish, written uh, in much affliction, uh, written in tears and grief? ممكن انه الاشاره الى رساله كورنثوس الاولى او الى رساله قاسيه بالسيناريو يلي هلا كنت عم 
Issachar. Uh, uh, the reference in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4 to a letter written in anguish, affliction, grief, and much tears. It could be 1 Corinthians. This is what some people say. This is how some people understand and interpret it. Or it could be the severe letter in the scenario which I was just outlining. All right? So, the letter written in anguish, tears, uh, much affliction. رسالة توبيخية بامتياز رسالة وبخ فيها أهل كورنثوس على الأمور اللي صارت بزيارته الثاني. Now, what are the things that, in my opinion, alright, point to the severe letter scenario? شو هي الأشياء اللي بتدل برأيي طبعاً هذا رأيي مش وحدي. شو هي الأشياء اللي بتدل إلى السيناريو انه في رساله قاسيه كتبت بين الرساله الاولى والرساله الثانيه. هل الكلام بالاصحاح اثنين والعدد اربعه عن رساله كتبت في حزن كثير وكابه قلب وبدموع كثيره هل هذه الرساله هل هل هذه العبارات بتنطبق كتير على الرسالة الأولى anguish and affliction uh, and tears and grief 2 Corinthians 2.4 do such expressions fit very well the first letter or do they fit better the scenario in which a severe letter was written uh, a severe letter uh, was uh, written. Uh, to me, these terms seem too strong for 1 Corinthians. And they seem to point in the direction of a, a severe uh, letter. Another thing is the matter of this man. Who is this man? Remember, he could have been the man who was rebuked for immoral behavior, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Or he could be a man who resisted Paul in his second visit. Somehow the, the resisting Paul in the second visit seems to make more sense. Why do they think that his sin was directed in a special way towards Paul and that Paul needs to be the one to forgive him? Herr uh, يلي مذكور بالاصحاح 2 وبالاصحاح 7 بالاصحاح 7 بعدد واحد بالاصحاح 2 بمقطع عده اعداد ليه بيفكروا انه خطيته ضد بولس وبولس هو اللي لازم يغفر له هيدي كمان من تدعم السيناريو يلي كان في this also seems to support the scenario in which there is the writing of a severe letter. Another thing which supports the idea of the severe letter. In 1 Corinthians, Paul speaks of a coming visit, a desire to visit Corinth. 
and he doesn't seem to have any hesitation or uh, reluctance. برسالة كورنثوس الأولى بولس بيتكلم عن رغبة إنه يرجع يزور كورنثوس ثانية ما بيحكي عن هالزيارة بتردد ما بيحكي عن هالزيارة بنوع من التخوف إنه شو ممكن يصير بيحكي عن هالزيارة بطريقة هيك عادية فيها ثقة ايه انا رح اجي زوركم he speaks about visiting them in a common and ordinary way it doesn't seem to be reluctance or hesitation look with me at 1 Corinthians where he mentions the possibility of visiting them كورنثوس الأولى أصحاح أربعة والأعداد 18 و 19 now some are puffed up, 1 Corinthians 4, 18 and 19, as though I would not come to you, but I will come to you shortly, if the Lord will, and will know not the speech of them who are puffed up, but the power. Uh, Corinthians chapter 16. And uh, let's read, first of all, verses 2 and 3. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store, as God has prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. And when I come, whomsoever ye shall approve by your letters, them will I send, to bring your liberality unto Jerusalem. And it may be that I will, uh, verse 6, uh, same chapter, 1 Corinthians 16, And it may be that I will abide, yea, and winter with you, that ye may bring me on my journey wherever I uh, go. رسالة الأولى صحاح 16 والعادات 2 و 3 في كل أول أسبوع ليضع كل واحد منكم عنده خازنا ما تيسر حتى إذا جئت لا يكون جمع حينئذ ومتى حضرت فالذين تستحسنونهم أرسلهم برسائل ليحملوا إحسانكم إلى أرشانهم والعدد 6 وربما أمكس عندكم أو أشت أيضا لكي تشيعوني إلى حيثما أذهب in 1 Corinthians, when he speaks of visiting them, yes, there are some things in the way of rebuke, but he seems to speak about the subject comfortably. بيتكلم عن موضوع إنه أنا جاي يزوركم بكورنثوس الأولى بيتكلم عنه نعم في كلام إنه في توبيخ ولازم تسمعوا لي لكن بيتكلم عن الموضوع بنوع من الارتياح بينما لما نوصل إلى جو الرسالة الثانية بيتكلم عن شو؟ عن بدي اجي زوركم بس انا متردد ومتخوف شو ممكن تكون طبيعه هالزياره. When he speaks in the second letter, we are in a somehow a different atmosphere where he speaks of visiting them with hesitation, with reluctance, uh, uh, um, I don't know how I will be f find you. I don't know how you will be found of me. And I'm fearful that when I come, uh, this or that uh, uh, might uh, happen. Uh, this or that might, uh, might happen. So, <clears throat> two different uh, mindsets in terms of visiting them again. 1 Corinthians, the matter is spoken of comfortably. 
in the atmosphere that is associated with 2 Corinthians, he speaks cautiously and warily about visiting them. When and this points to the scenario of there was a second, uh, there was a severe letter and so on. This points to 1 Corinthians not being the letter written with anguish and with tears uh, and, with, uh, much, uh, and with much grief. Now, again, I say that this is not an article of faith. This is not the deity of Christ or salvation uh, by grace through faith. Uh, either possibility should be considered and thought of. Uh, like I said, I think there was a severe letter between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. One of the arguments that people make against it, oh, then where is that letter and how could it be lost? But this is a wrong argument. When people say that no, it's not possible that there is another letter between the first and the we know that there was a letter that preceded 1 Corinthians and not every letter is inspired. Let's talk about another subject now. The subject of the false teachers who came to uh, Corinth. Now, this is a subject that is important, especially in chapters 10 through 13, but it also plays a role in the earlier chapters as well. موضوع المعلمين يلي أتوا إلى كورنثوس مهم جدا بالأصحاحات عشرة إلى 13 بس بيلعب دور قبل هيك فبما أنه مهم بالنسبة للرسالة ككل خلونا نحكي عن هالموضوع نسأل أنفسنا مين إني هالمعلمين Corinth uh, uh, who are these teachers now we don't have Paul telling us their names, and this is exactly what they uh, uh, what they said. Uh, 
what these people uh, were uh, like. Uh, let's read in chapter 11, verses 13 and 14. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. فعل ماكرون مغيرون شكلهم إلى شبه رسل المسيح والعجب لأن الشيطان نفسه يغير شكله إلى شبه ملاك نور وإذا هو بغير نفسه بالطريقة فخدامه إذا غيروا شكلهم وظهروا أنه هن خدام بر فهذا ليس بغريب The first thing to realize is this is not a matter of uh, uh, of uh, uh, Paul having some kind of, let's say, disagreement with Barnabas. Alright? The subject was, was John Mark ready for the ministry? Alright? Paul would have never said this kind of thing about Barnabas. بولس بعمره ما حياته مش ممكن إنه يقول هيك إشي عن برنابا وبنقدر نستشهد بإشارات إيجابية إلى برنابا وإلى يوحنا مرقص بعد ما صار الخلاف. Here he is talking about people who are not preaching the message of Christ. عم يتكلم عن ناس منن ناس مؤمنين رسالتهم مش رسالة المسيح شوفوا اصحاح 11 والعدد 4 chapter 11 and verse 4 for if he that comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached or if he receive another spirit which he have not received or another gospel which he have not accepted he might well bear with him فانه ان كان الاتي يكرز بيسوع اخر لم نكرز به او كنتم تاخذون روحا اخر لم تاخذوه او انجيلا اخر لم تقبلوه فحسنا كنتم تحتملون تحتملون alright so he is not speaking of people all right, who have a sound uh, message. You remember how in Philippians he said, some people preach Christ out of a wrong motive. Nevertheless, I rejoice that Christ is preached. Be resilient, Philippi, should be old. Be old, be bad, be bashrub, be messiah, be defa, gayr salim. Be now a min al hasad. Lakin ana bifra hek hek inno al messiah yu basharbi. Honi al mudur, mish mudur, shabih, be Philippi ishahwa. Uh, we are not speaking about a situation similar to Philippians chapter 1 where the message of these people was a sound and biblical message. ما عم نتكلم عن وضع مثل فيليبي واحد محل ما الرسالة وإن كانت بدافع غير صحيح كانت الرسالة نفسها سليمة. هون عم يتكلم عنهم كرسل الشيطان وبيبشروا بمسيح آخر وبيروح آخر وبإنجيل آخر. He is speaking of them as messengers of Satan who preach another Christ, another spirit, and another gospel. And uh, another uh, gospel. He refers to them as coming to uh, the church from another place. 
And so we are not talking of people who arose from within the church. بيتكلم عنهم وبيقول بيتكلم عنهم بطرق بتعبر بوضوح هلا نقرا المقطع انه هن جايين من محل اخر وبالتالي هدول مش ناس يظهروا من الكنيسه نفسها بتتذكروا لما لما بولس كان عم بيكلم رعاة كنيسه افسس بميليتوس باعمال اصحاح 20 قال لهم انه تأتي ذئاب خاطفة من من الخارج ومن بينكم كمان يقوم أناس بيعلموا أشياء غير صحيحة لأنه بدهم يعملوا تبعية أتباع لنفسه. Alright. In uh, Acts chapter 20 speaking to the leaders of the church of Ephesus in Miletus Paul says that grievous wolves will come in from outside and of your own selves. Perverse teachers will arise because they want to draw people after them. This is not the case of people who arose out of the church, but of people who came to the church. هوني الوضع هو وضع ناس إجوا إلى الكنيسة مش ناس برزوا من ضمن الكنيسة منقرة. كورنثوس الثاني إصحاح عشرة من اتناش إلى خمستاش. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and from verse 12 to verse 15. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. But we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God has distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure as though we reach not unto you. For we are come as far as you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope that when your faith is increased, you will be enlarged, uh, we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. لأننا لا نشتري أن نعد أنفسنا بين قوم من الذين يمدحون أنفسهم ولا أن نقابل أنفسنا بهم بل هم إذ يقيسون أنفسهم على أنفسهم ويقابلون أنفسهم بأنفسهم لا يفهمون ولكن نحن لا نفتخر إلى ما لا يقاس بل حسب قياس القانون الذي قسمه لنا الله قياسا البلوغ إليكم أيضا لأننا لا نمدد أنفسنا كأننا ليس نبلغ إليكم إذ قد وصلنا إليكم أيضا في إنجيل المسيح غير مفتخرين إلى ما لا يقاس في أتعاب آخرين بل راجين إذا إذا نما إيمانكم أن نتعظم بينكم حسب Right? What he's saying is that I labored among you. I served among you, this is generally known, and people know that the city of Corinth is part of the ministry of Paul the Apostle, and now people have come in, all right, claiming authority when they are outsiders, when they are uh, foreigners, when, when, when they have no relation Uh, to you, when their ministry has not reached you in the same way that my ministry has reached you. هلا في ناس جايين يلي عم يتدخلوا إذا جاز التعبير بنطاق خدمتي 
بنطاق خدمتي وجايين وعاملين حالهم انه هن افضل مني وهن ما لهم وجود في هالمكان انا اللي خدمته هن جايين نوعا ما اجنبيين غريبين alright they are not from within the church uh, they are from outside the church in fact from outside the area it seems uh, like مش من داخل الكنيسه من خارج الكنيسه لا بل اكثر من هيك من خارج المنطقه تبع الكنيسه جايين نوعا ما من بعيد وعم جربوا يتدخلوا بمكان خدم فيه بولس رسول uh, trying to interfere in some sense uh, in a place where Paul the Apostle uh, ministered. They claimed an authority higher and greater than his. Second Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 5 where he speaks of the very chiefest apostles. This is not a mention of people like Peter and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and John. الكلام مش عن ناس مثل بطرس ويوحنا فائقي الرسول هيدي كلمة فيها سخرية uh, it is an ironic uh, term he uses it again in chapter 12 and verse 11 اصحاح 12 والعدد 11 بيرجع بيستخدم نفس uh, 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 العبارة فائقي uh, uh, الرسول هالعبارة هل هن استخدموها هل غير ناس استخدموها هل هو يلي وضع هالعبارة is this an expression which the teachers themselves came up with we are the greatest of apostles which others came up with which Paul himself came up with we don't know but one way or the other it expresses an attitude of superiority on their part في عندهم فكر وفي عندهم نهج وبيقدموا حالهم انه هن فائقي الرسل انه هن افضل من من بولس اصحاح 11 والاعداد 23 22 و23 chapter 11 and verses 22 and 23 are they hebrews so am i are they israelites so am i are they of the seed of abraham so am i are they ministers of christ i speak as a fool i am more now what do we see in this passage? It seems clear that they were of a Jewish background. خلفيتهم خلفية يهودية ويمكن هني قالوا نحن من الشعب القديم الشعب يلي رب تكلم معه بالعهد القديم وكأنه هالشي عطاهم نوع من الأفضلية as if this gave them priority well he says if they say that they are Hebrews that they are of the seed of Abraham then I am a Hebrew as well and I am of the seed of Abraham at the same time the fact that they came to Corinth meant that they had to some extent an orientation and an openness towards the Gentiles. ممكن واحد يكون من الشعب القديم ومتعصب جدا معناتها انه شو؟ معناتها انه بده يسكن بارض فلسطين وبده ما يتعاطى ابدا مع اي شخص يكون اممي باي طريقه. اتوا الى كورنثوس معناتها كان عندهم نوع من الانفتاح والاستياء الامميه. 
All right? So Jews, but having some openness towards the Gentiles, ناس من خلفية يهودية لكن مع نوع من الانفتاح إلى اتجاه اتجاه الأمة. Second Corinthians chapter three. And let's read verses 1 through 3. Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Or do we need, as some others, letters of commendation to you? Or letters of commendation from you? You are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men, for as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart. ظاهرين أنكم رسالة المسيح مخدومة منا مكتوبة لا بحبر بل بروح الله الحي لا في ألواح حجرية بل في ألواح قلب لحمية طيب ليه بيقول لعلنا نحتاج كقوم رسائل توصية إليكم Why does he say specifically in chapter 3 and verse 1 or need we as some others letters of commendation to you Likely, these false teachers showed up in Corinth with letters of commendation. هل معلمين يلي عم نجرب نتعلم مين إني نعرف مين إني من المرجح إنه لما أتوا إلى مدينة كورنثوس أتوا برسائل توصية أتوا برسائل توصية من وين؟ ما بنعرف. ما ما بنعرف. هلا كونهم عبرانيين كونهم يهود يمكن اتوا برسائل توصيه من اورشليم. Maybe they had letters of commendation from Jerusalem. But if they had letters of commendation from Jerusalem, we should know that those letters of commendation necessarily came from the apostles. Alright? إذا فكرنا إنه رسائل التوصية يلي أبرزوها الجماعة لما وصلوا إلى كورنثوس إذا فكرنا إنه هالرسائل هي من أورشليم مش بالضرورة نفكر أبدا إنه هذه الرسائل هذه الرسائل كانت من الرسل في أورشليم لأنه الرسل ما كانوا أوصوا بناس يلي هن هيك بعاد عن رسالة المسيح إلا إذا كان في نوع من الخداع إلا إذا هالناس خدعوا الرسل بكلام هيك منمق وبعدين برزوا بحقيقتهم بكورنثوس أو لربما إذا رسائل من الرسل لربما مزورة لأنه بولس الرسول بيحكي بتسنيك الثاني صاح اثنين عن رسالة وكأنها منا معناتها أنه كان في ناس عم بيزوروا إشياء <تصفيق> مثل ما في ناس بهالأيام بيزوروا إشياء uh, So if letters from Jerusalem likely not from the apostles or if from the apostles maybe these people deceived the apostles and then appeared in their true nature in Corinth, but I think more likely than that would have been 
forged letters. If they produced letters from the apostles in Jerusalem, more likely they would have been forged letters. And remember, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Paul mentions a letter as if from us. So that there is a possibility that a letter was forged in his name and sent to the, the Thessalonians. Uh, the Thessalonians. فَذَنْ عَنْدُنْ رَسَائِلْ تَوْصِي وَعَمْ يَتْبَجَّحُوا إِنُّ نَحْنَا وَصُلْنَا جِينَ لَعَنْكُمْ بِرَسَائِلْ تَوْصِي بُولُوا سَلَمَاجِ لَعَنْكُمْ مَا كَانْ عَنْدُ رَسَائِلْ تَوْصِي مِتْلْنَا نَحْنَا When Paul came to you, he did not have letters of commendation the way that we have. Some people say that these teachers might have emphasized the Old Testament law in some way or the other. Now, the Old Testament is God's word. And we know how the Old Testament points to the Lord Jesus Christ and we know how the Old Testament prepares for the Lord Jesus Christ and we know how the Old Testament is valuable in so many ways. We also know that people can do what? can take the Old Testament, actually any part of the Bible, and they can misinterpret it and misapply it. The Pharisees were not guilty of changing the text of the Old Testament. الفريسيين فسروا بطريقة غير سليمة فهموا وعلموا وآطوا المعنى غير الصحيح البعيد عن المعنى الحقيقي الحقيقي Second Corinthians chapter three What does he speak about? We already read verse three. Second Corinthians chapter three. He says. Uh, letters written by uh, the Lord's Spirit in the heart, not uh, uh, on stone. رسائل كتبت بروح الرب على قلوبكم وليس على حجر. بعدين بيرجع بيحكي. ابتداء بالصحاح ستي من ابتداء من صحاح ثلاثي والعدد ستي. بيحكي شوي عن العهد الذين. He speaks about the Old Testament. Second uh, Corinthians chapter three, and beginning with verse six, let's read. Uh, Who has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit? For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in stones, was glorious, it was glorious. It was God God given, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance. Which glory was to be done away? How shall not the ministration of the Spirit be more glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more does the ministration of righteousness exceed in uh, glory. نفس العداد بالعربي بيقول إن كانت خدمة الموت المنقوشة بأحرف في حجارة قد حصلت في مجد العهد القديم هو كلمة الرب حتى لم يقدر بنو إسرائيل أن ينظروا إلى وجه موسى لسبب مجد وجهه الزائل فكيف لا تكون بالأولى خدمة الروح في مجد لأنه إن كانت خدمة الدينونة مجدا فبالأولى كثيرا تزيد خدمة البر 
في المجد خدمه البر في المجد so why does he deal with this subject of the old testament and the new testament um, if i remember correctly it, it it isn't a subject that came up that much in first corinthians perhaps and especially how remember how these verses from 6 through 9 follow the verses early in the chapter ذكروا كيف هالاعداد من 6 الى 9 بتتبع الاعداد الاولى بالاصحاح يلي عم بيقول فيها نحن مش مضطرين مثل ما غير ناس مضطرين انه يجيبوا رسائل توصيه we are not uh, obliged as others uh, to uh, show up with letters of commendation and then he speaks of the uh, ministry of the New Testament versus the ministry of the Old Testament. Perhaps these teachers who came to Corinth emphasized the Old Testament and emphasized it in a wrong way. In a wrong way. يمكن كان عندهم تشديد على العهد القديم وتحديدا تشديد غير سليم. يمكن شبيه لي Maybe it's similar in some way to the ideas, the thinking uh, of the uh, of the Pharisees, uh, of the Pharisees. So, what are the things that we have seen so far? Let me mention them, and we'll continue with this subject next time, Lord willing, regarding these false teachers. First of all, that they were false teachers. All right, this is not Paul and Barnabas. This is not. Uh, Paul and others who preach the gospel, Philippians chapter 1. معلمين عم بيقدموا رسالة فيها مسيح آخر فيها روح آخر فيها إنجيل آخر هيدي منا قضية بولس وبرنابا أو بولس وآخرين مثل فيليبي إصحاح واحد. They came from outside. أتوا من الخارج. ادعوا لنفسهم سلطة تفوق سلطة بولس الرسول. They claimed an authority greater than that of Paul. They were from a Jewish background. كان عندهم خلفية يهودية. لكن مع اتجاه أو انفتاح معين إلى الأمم. With some openness or orientation towards the Gentiles. They came with letters of commendation. أتوا برسائل توصية. We don't know from where. ما بنعرف من مين. وفي دائما إمكانية إنه يكون في تزييف بهالأمر. There might have been some forgery that was part of the picture. Some emphasis in their teaching on the Old Testament, perhaps in a way that bore certain similarities to the Pharisees. يمكن في تشديد على أمور العهد القديم وطبعا مش بطريقة سليمة لأنه إن كان بطريقة سليمة لأيدي مش مشكلة وبتدل المسيح وتنسج مع رسالة الإنجيل. An emphasis on the Old Testament was unsound because if it were sound, this would not be a problem, and it would be very much in keeping with God's with with the message of Christ and would point to Him. And so, an emphasis on things from the Old Testament, a 
and unsound and incorrect uh, emphasis or interpretation of these things tafsir ghair sahih tashdeed ghair salim ala ba'd al-umur yalli ila ila bi al-ahd al-ahd al-adim we'll see more about these false teachers uh, uh, next time let me just say that there are many false teachers <laughs> uh, that there are many false teachers fi muallimin adidin mazbut bihal ayam bihal ayam adafi ashkal wa alwan wa shi min ash-shimal wa shi min ash-junub wa shi min ash-sharq wa shi min al-gharb wa shi min fawq wa shi min tahat people from north south east west uh, from above from below from every direction and uh, in every way there are many many different forms of error and every form of error has its own teachers and these teachers are active in various ways some of them are more active here some of them are more active in australia some of them are more active in the us some of them more active in russia brazil so on but but there are lots and lots of false teachers and uh, these particular people came to Corinth and their presence there, uh, well, their presence anywhere <laughs> would have been a problem, but uh, uh, their presence over there was something that Paul was trying to deal with in this second uh, uh, letter. One of the things, not the uh, only thing. لكن بنفس الوقت إذا فهمنا بعض الأشياء مين إني عن هال عن هالمعلمين مين إني وشو وشو عملوا وشو قالوا من وين جايين هذا الشيء بيساعدنا إنه نفهم الرسالة ككل. If we understand some things about these teachers and who they were, I think it helps us to understand the letter as a whole. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word which you have given unto us. We thank you, Lord, because uh, it is indeed a living word which applies not just to that time and that place and a particular group of believers, but uh, at this to all, uh, so that we may learn from it, be comforted, strengthened, warned, and directed. We ask, Lord, that uh, you would help us to heed your word, to turn our ears and our hearts to what you say. Give us, Lord, a desire to know and to obey and to follow uh, and to do, not just to hear. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.